Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, beaming at you from the Sunshine Coast in Australia, joined today by Pam Didner. Pam, g'day from down under. Where, where are you hanging out? I'm actually in Raleigh, North Carolina, USA. North Carolina. Man, that you is just correct. The, just been through the midterms. Did you get the candidate you wanted elected? <laughs> Well, actually, it worked out pretty well. This is what they call a purple state, and which is there's a combination of the both parties. And right. uh, at this time, it's actually uh, it did pretty well. Good. All right, I'm I'm pleased for you. Bodes well for the future. But I probably shouldn't have opened the politics uh, door at all. But <laughs> it's we totally do. So there you it's go. All good. All right. It's all good. So, folks, Pam's a business-to-business marketer. She's a writer. She's a podcaster. She works with clients on business-to-business marketing and sales and marketing alignment, which is a real trick in itself to get sales and marketing aligned. And yeah. essentially, Pam just loves everything about business-to-business marketing. So, Pam, welcome again. And our title today is Demand Generation 101, which is where, folks, you need to start how to create a lead generation plan that actually brings in new clients. Pam, Delighted to have you on the show. Our seven minutes is going to start now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? My ideal client tend to be B2B marketers in the mid companies or the enterprises that actually either working with the sales team directly or working very closely in terms of demand generation. So it's the B2B marketers in the mid companies or enterprises. Perfect. And folks, you might think that these folks know exactly what they're doing with marketing. But a lot of them are struggling and need help from people like Pam. So if that's you, you want to listen up because you can get some cool free stuff and also some, some extra stuff at the end. Tell us about the problem you solve, Pam. Six and a half minutes left. So in general, there are a couple of things I do and working with my clients. Number one is the sales and marketing alignments. And that also touch a little bit on the demand generation because you are bringing leads into your funnel and you have to think through in terms of how to qualify the leads or nurture the leads. So you can pass that to a sales site. And then the other part of it is demand generation. It's really how do you build enough leads that mm. you can actually qualify them. And that is that's a good chunk of it in terms of demand generation plan that if you are a marketer, you need to put that together. Right. So tell us a little bit more real quick about the alignment of sales and marketing. What's meant by that? There are a couple of things really depending on what you are supporting as a marketer, how you support your sales team. It can be in terms of you are creating content for them at the different sales stages. Then you have to think through in terms of the marketing content you created for them and what qualify uh, for sales engagement. The other right. one is uh, demand generation. For example, you generate leads for the sales team. Then you have to understand what's your definition of a qualified leads and also what is their definition of qualified leads and make sure you right. are aligned and so you can pass the proper leads to them. So because otherwise people are going to, the sales people are going to get frustrated. The marketing people are going to exactly. be uh, yeah, thinking, well, I did all the work. Why are you converting them? And Why are all? you giving me this lease? Yeah. And this is not yeah. working. Why? Very common. Yes. So what, what would you say are some of the typical symptoms in an organization where they don't have that alignment? They don't have a plan that keeps the pipeline full and, and has the salespeople happy? I think one of the common issue is the definition of leads, especially 
especially MQL, which is a marketing qualified leads, another one is sales qualified leads. And right. uh, a lot of pe- a lot of companies actually use the lead scoring to determine the marketing qualified leads. Like for example, they the the leads actually go through several pieces of content or come to your website a couple of times or respond to an email. They get yeah. a certain kind of lead score. Once they reach that lead score and they feel like, oh, this is this is qualified as for sales to get in touch with them. However, lead scoring can have that, how should I say it, does not necessarily provide a very true picture if that person is ready to talk to the sales team. So in addition to a lead scoring, you also need to have other reason to vet the lead, make sure before you qualify that and passing that to sales team. You don't have to filter so the salespeople are getting the right leads and not just wasting their time. So exactly. we talk about organizations that are growth oriented here. They've got a sales and marketing team, whether it's a, a small owner operated team or a larger one. They want to try things that are going to work. What would you say are some of the common mistakes that you've seen your clients make before they start working with you? Yeah, a couple of things in terms of if you are doing a demand generation and at the same time you're passing the leads to a salespeople and but they are not necessarily happy with your leads, it's very uh, important to initiate that conversation with them, to have a conversation with them so they understand what the gaps are and yeah. have that conversation going and understand what your needs are and then come back and then fix your, say, demand generation plan or fix in terms of a number of the qualified leads or how you should qualify leads before you're passing the leads to them. So so, I think the common mistake is, first of all, lack of communications between sales and marketing team. And the number two is the definition of leads. And I think that's pretty common across many companies. That that's you've given us probably the top tip as well, which I was just about to ask you about. So in the the blame game and talk about the elephant in the room, which is we don't have alignment and figure out what that looks like. So yep. any other, I, I will I will touch on question five though. Is, is there another top tip that you could think off at the top of your head that's going to help people to move forward with this problem? Yes. I think the number one thing is if you feel there's a gap, it's very important that you have a very frank conversations with the multiple different salespeople to understand right. what those gaps are. That's number one. And second thing is, Make sure that you have a plan. So when you create demand generation plan that you Mm. are going to build the top of the funnel, what is your plan look like? What's the channel you are using? And what channels was actually effective based on your past campaigns? Have that information and then create a plan. And another important thing is once you create a plan, make sure that you review that with the sales team. So they have a chance to see what you are planning to do. And uh, they can also provide some feedback in terms of what they think that you you can do to actually help them better. Does that make sense? It's Perfect. one of the common mistakes is having a demand generation plan, but not reviewing it with the sales right. team. I think that's right. important to do that. Right. And that's probably the most valuable part of the whole process is the debrief. So just yes. over 60 seconds left, question six is a valuable sure. free resource we can direct people to. Just for the sake of time, folks, I'm going to give you the answer to that one. Go to www.com. Pam, P-A-M, Didner, D-I-D-N-E-R.com. And you're going to be able to opt in there to get Pam's tools and templates for creating sales and marketing alignment. Pam, thank you for that free gift. And question number number seven, 30 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? Well, the number one question is in terms of how the sales team Getting the sales feedback in terms of working with the marketing team 
That's number one. And second thing is, it's very important as a domain generation person, you need to understand CIM, which is the tool that salespeople use. I think it's very right. important that you understand how to use that tool in addition to your marketing automation tool. Critically important. Pam Dinner, thank you so much for your time and your insights. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.